again, everyone. Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. I'm Malika. I'm Matt. Uh, today we are joined again by Lori. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Lori, you were with us in season one, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm still following along with you. Have you been enjoying the show? Um, <laughs> yeah, I have. Probably, I guess, um, about like you all have. I mean, I like some episodes more than others. Um, you know, it's kind of, I mean, knowing that it's going to end and, you know, knowing that, you know, things are probably not going to get resolved probably dampens enthusiasm a little bit. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, this was a pretty, pretty good episode. I mean, it was pretty, I guess, um, a lot of big things happen, so. Yeah, a lot of Jesse. Yeah. Jesse-centric. Yeah, which I, I don't dislike her. I don't think as much as you all do. I just... You know, I, I'm not really all that attached to her either. Uh, but today's episode is episode 19 of season two. Almost at season three. <laughs> uh, today is today part two. See, my computer started fucking up like 15 minutes before we were supposed to start. And I was still researching information. And then I just said, okay, I'll just reboot it and see if that helps. But then it had to install updates. So it originally aired March 20th, 2009, written by Guy Norman B. Like the last episode, I mean, directed by Guy Norman B. That was written by Ashley Owen Miller and Zach Stentz, like the last episode. Ah, where's my recap? Okay. So we start out with John and Derek sitting in the car talking about Riley. Um, Derek doesn't think he deserved it. And now Derek says something that always stood out in my mind. I was trying to remember i didn't remember which episode it was but he basically kind of admits that he wouldn't stand a chance against cameron if he had to go up against her without any weapon yeah i mean who would yeah. really stand up a <laughs> chance against cameron without any you know especially when she's glitchy yeah um they, i guess they kind of want to make you think that john might be blaming cameron but he wants to i don't know maybe he was at this point but he talks to John about, he, John wants to talk to Derek about his future. Well, it seemed like it was pretty, or I don't know, it was kind of obvious that, wait, because in the part one was when he went and he saw her body and he could right. tell from looking at it, like her fingernails, that she had fought mm -hmm. or fought back. And I guess the point was she wouldn't have been able to do that if, if, it, was, if it was Cameron that killed her. Because it would have been instantaneous, like snap of the neck or whatever. And there are some big pieces of flesh under her nails. I know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then she gross. wouldn't have gotten a piece of camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the, her skin would come off the same way. It would, but she would never get the chance to even grab Cameron, I'm sure. Mm. Probably true. Jesse's at the swimming pool. What do you do at swimming pools? She's. <laughs> She did a lot of swimming this episode. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, apparently she always goes here, and this is the first time we've seen it. Have yeah, seen she always goes with Jesse. At the pool once, or was I just imagining that? I don't with her and Jesse? Now? Okay. Maybe so. I mean, it could be, but I just don't remember. Um, I don't remember either. I, I don't know. Now that you said that, do I remember Riley in a bathing suit or was that a nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably... Okay, I'm thinking about a pool scene and life is strange, but yeah, it's something different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know I've seen like a pool scene sometime recently, but yeah, it's a video game. Um, in the future, uh, they have the package and they're bringing it on the sub. Queeg is going to secure. He's going to always be Cuddy from the Wire. I don't care what name he has on the show. Um, he never has a good name. It sounds like Cuddy Queeg. <laughs> um. Oh, people are going to kill me. I can't remember his name on The Walking Dead. Ty. Oh, oh, my God, oh that's, Ty that's where I know him yeah. from. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen The Wire, and I thought he looked familiar. Okay. All right. Damn. He's a lot younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I guess about 10 years. I I thought Juice was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think Juice is a little bit better on Sons of Anarchy than he is here. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, he got some acting skills. Like, in the meantime, <laughs> it was painful to watch this. And I loved him yeah. on Sons. Like, he was the one that could actually stand. So this was us. I was like, oh, Juicy Boy. You need, to, like, <laughs> you need to work on that acting skills. Don't worry. In 10 years' time, you'll be fine. Well, he's a robot. Mm. Uh, no. that's an, that doesn't account for acting. Yeah, Juice is uh, Deets. The, oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, Cuddy is... Oh, I thought that was a joke, lot. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, De- Deets wasn't particularly good, the, the actor then. But, okay, I haven't seen him on, uh, was it Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I uh, mean, his mileage may vary, but he's definitely better than he is here. He is, yeah, Jesse says she doesn't know what's in the box either. <laughs> <laughs> and Dee said that should bother you, but she doesn't seem too concerned. Yes, the box did look like it was pretty heavy because what it took, like three or four uh, humans to carry it. Yeah, even Dee's kind of looked like he was having a little bit of, not Dee's, um, Queeg. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was having a little bit of trouble with it's it. It's like, it's not heavy, it's just awkward. <laughs> it's weirdly shaped. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge um, me, humans. <laughs> Don't look at me. Uh, so Dietz is in the mess hall, start stirring up trouble. There's always somebody in the mess hall stirring up trouble, isn't there? Yep. <laughs> he thinks John Connor's kind of out of touch with them, and but Jesse puts an end to it. She thinks the pressure is getting to him. Ah, uh, speaking of pressure. <laughs> Later in the episode. Um, mm-hmm. In the present, Jesse's still swimming. <laughs> there, she swims <laughs> forever. <laughs> there's a deleted scene where she uh, gets a phone call, but she doesn't answer it. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to assume she gets back in the pool after that, or maybe this is when she was finished swimming. Yeah. <laughs> there's too much time at that pool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrinkled. So John's talking to Sarah. She thinks he shouldn't have gone to see the body because she he shouldn't have seen Riley like that. Um, and John says he's sorry. He doubted her, but it turns out she's talking to Cameron, not Sarah. And Sarah's like, "What?" Yeah, that was odd. And Jesse gets out of the pool, and her hand wound is bleeding. Is that where she cut her hand on uh, her teeth? Wait, when she what? oh uh, when she do that on Riley's teeth. Oh, oh, I thought you'd been to her own teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe from yeah, punching Riley. Because Derek knows that guy who died from that. Yeah. Uh, in the future, Queeg says they need to make up some time. and uh, She says you got to give them a reason to do their job, but he says the only reason is for them to survive. So There's a deleted scene where they're talking more. He says, tells a story about some book that had a mutiny, and I can't remember which book it was. But um, the alarm goes off. We find out Dietz is opening the package and the contents start moving. And it's a liquid termy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Eyes. It's, I was I wasn't right. I won't say that I was, but <laughs> um, it wasn't a miniature Terminator. But I guess in some <laughs> ways you might consider it maybe a quarter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what you predicted or- last week or? Um, yeah, yeah I thought it, I thought it was a GI Joe sized Terminator. Oh, okay. <laughs> jump out and go Rah! So yeah, I, I would have loved That's, it if I was yeah. correct. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't guess right either. This is okay. What did you think? I I don't I figured it was something relating to Terminators, obviously, but I I don't know. I really didn't know. I thought maybe it was some other kind of weapon, kind of weapon of mass destruction or something. Which actually, I guess it is. Oh. Yeah. So it turns into a G.I. Joe and says, knowing is half the battle. <laughs> so one of the crewmen points a gun at Liquid Termi and Liquid Termi kills her and takes her form and points her finger at them or waves her finger at them, kind of like how uh-huh. Robert Patrick did. <laughs> that that was very creepy. Um, yeah. The actress did a good job with that. Yeah, but I don't like pandering like that to the fans. Uh, do you say you think the the liquid termy is pandering to the fans? No, the the finger wag. Specific. Uh, okay. Yeah, from T two. Oh yeah. Okay, I knew it was familiar, and I, I just couldn't place it. Okay. And she slithers away. 
And Quig just tells them to secure all the um, sidearms and continue their mission. I don't know. Quig doesn't seem too worried about this. <laughs> What's he mm. um, so Jesse wants to know what that thing is. And Quig says, it's not your concern. Because they've never seen a liquid terminal before. So Sarah's fixing the floor. They're still getting ready to move. And they're talking about one town, one time when John was just starting to fit in. But he's like, no, I was fighting. And I hated that town. Oh. Did Don like any town? Except for that one that they took him away from. It seems like he only liked it like once they left. Like or the ones that they were like threatening to leave. Or if he had a girl that was batting eyelashes on him. Yeah, he likes Charlie though. He didn't want to leave Charlie. Yeah, see it's girl related. Um well, oh, sorry. <laughs> so John Henry's painting miniatures and Ellison looks so bored by all this. <laughs> I, I did like that scene because that really was very reminiscent of like a parent, you know, trying to play with the child and kind of, you know, so, okay, going along with them. And the child's like, okay, now we want to do one more. And I was also um, like the last time we saw John Henry and I don't, I don't know if, if y'all have released this one or not, or have talked about, he was playing with Bionicles and telling yeah. like the stories yeah. of Bionicles and now he's painting miniatures. So it's, I don't know, to me, it's like he's progressing because like when my son was younger, he did bionicles like in elementary school. And, you know, like as a teenager now, he has like the miniatures and he does the painting miniatures some. So it's kind of as though John Henry as is becoming an older child. You know, he's progressing in like the quote unquote, like toys that he's playing with. Yeah, I remember my friends painting their D&D miniatures. I was like, oh, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. I would probably do it, too, if I had them. I should have some model cars that I need to paint. Yeah, I have an adult friend who still paints miniatures. He does all these Walking Dead miniatures and posts them on oh, Facebook. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so some people never outgrow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's like a I mean that's just like you know, there's there's certain things like uh coloring books. They're back, you know. Um oh, <laughs> adult coloring books this... and you know, there there's just certain things that I don't know. Um I have a I have a I, I, I don't think that I think that you can outgrow them, but then it's even better when they come back as an adult. Yeah. yeah. There is a Game of Thrones coloring book that's on my Amazon wish list. I like, saw oh, that I'm on just... Amazon, and I'm like, who is getting a Game of it's Thrones Will. coloring? It's Will. Now I know. It's me. I'm the one that's buying those. Okay, now I know. It's going to be so much blood. I don't know. Oh, so yeah. Um... Yeah, he talks about, uh, John Henry talks about how the eyes are the windows to the soul, so he's trying to decide on a color, and Ellison says, it doesn't matter, the statue has no soul, and Ellison's about to turn him off, he has this remote control. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Um, but John Henry uh, begs him to let him finish painting, and then he wants to know if they're friends. Oh, this was, this was, like, the cutest part of the episode. I know. I love Garrett Dillahunt. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's quite good. George. <laughs> he's not beating up whores. He's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and Jesse's still swimming. Fuck. I know. My forever, says, right? <laughs> my note says, fuck. <laughs> Get out of my I just skipped all of those. I have no notes <laughs> on that. <laughs> I just zoned out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually didn't realize, like, you know, obviously we're going over it now, but I honestly didn't realize that she was taking so much time in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I guess the idea is, you know, she's working through, you know, like she really Whatever. didn't want to kill Riley and she's working through that. And then obviously the parallels with the, you know, with the sub and all of that. Um, but. You know, if you kill someone, just deal with it. You know, <laughs> it's the, I, I have a hard time believing she didn't kill anyone in the future. Mm hmm. I mean, she was obviously trained as a soldier, so. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. hard for me to believe that. I mean, did did we ever get confirmation that they had a thing going between the two of them? No, not confirmation. I think it was fake on Jesse's part. She was she was playing on Riley's feelings. Yeah. 
Um, but and yeah, was a well, big that's sister vibe. Were you were you all thinking something else? I don't know. I, it's. I mean, I don't have to read too much into it. I just wonder because, I mean, there's just something there because obviously she's a soldier, so I feel like it wasn't all fake on her part. You know, if I'm gonna give, if I have to think about this anymore, which I don't want to think about because it <laughs> pains me. You know, that's what I would say. So in the future in the mess hall, Deese is causing trouble again. He's like, I don't know if Garvin is really Garvin. And so they start to fight. There's a deleted scene where Garvin is like, you know, after after this scene where he's like, you know, I shouldn't have let him get to me. He seems like he's kind of blaming himself for what happened to Deets. Mm. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Jesse tries to break up the fight and calls her a metal lover. And then they start beating up. Oh, he's like, yeah, metal lover like that bitch that follows Connor everywhere. And they start to beat up Jesse until Quig breaks it up. I just, I don't like the name Quig. It really <laughs> bothers me. It does. So, yeah, so Dietz is dead, getting his head smashed into a wall. A little bit of an overreaction. Yeah. And that's deleted scene. You see a blood stain on the wall where his yeah. head hit. Yeah, she she was a good shot though. I mean, it's yeah. pretty quick. You mean when she kills him later? <laughs> well, when she kills yeah. Quig. Or oh, oh, okay. We haven't gotten there yet. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was fine. I was getting my scenes mixed up. Man, everybody has weird names in the future. Um, yeah. Cameron is about to go out for a night on the town with her gun out. <laughs> Does she have her gun out? Um, Sarah says she can't go. And Cameron thinks she, uh, John needs her, but Sarah says she doesn't. And Sarah's like, you need to think about why you're here and not with John in the future right now. <laughs> Maybe she wants you to leave for a reason. That doesn't make any sense, though, because he sent her to be with him. So he, she'd still be with him. If he wanted to get her away from him, he wouldn't send her to himself. Ah, brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess the idea was why why is she not still in the future with him, the future him or whatever? Yeah. Why did why did she need to get away from future him? But, because she's so, yeah. so valuable that he needs to meet her sooner so he can learn stuff from her. And yeah, I don't know. Sarah's just being mean. Anyways, the tactic yeah. that's the tactic that Sarah is taking here is not not working. <laughs> Now, it doesn't sound like any tactics actually going to work. No. Weaver visits John Henry, who's painting. He apparently he convinced Ellison to leave him turned on. He painted the eyes blue. And he's been taking an inventory of Zeracore. Now you knew as soon as he said he's been taking inventory, he's going to find something <laughs> in the database. Well, he found out about a nest, but he also found resignation letters and home sales, but he can't find those people in their new places. But he also found out that Ellison has a new job somewhere in that, I guess that uh, nerdy guy we've seen before in Denmark. And he wants to know if Weaver's going to kill them. And she's like, you know, he's valuable, but we have to be ready just in case he disappoints us, disappoints us like humans do. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they're starting to set up here um, John Henry kind of going against her in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they'll actually end up having time to do that, but I kind of wondered that. Um, I thought it was interesting how she said, um, made the comment that like he was still awake or whatever. And he mentioned how he had convinced um, Ellison to, to not turn him off. And she said that that was progress. So it's kind of progress that he's able to manipulate a human. Hmm. I guess that's the progress that she's looking for, though that's not the progress that, like, Ellison's looking for. Mm. So some dork runs into Jesse at the pool. She's finally out of the water. He's asking her about that blonde girl she's normally there with. Mm. She's a nice girl. This is like, I'll be sure to bring her with me next time. So I guess this is... <laughs> like I'm guessing she maybe she's probably planning to never come back to this pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless she kills that guy. I don't think she's up. Well, would she? So, Quig notices Jesse doesn't look so well and says that Dietz died because, you know, his crime warranted death and he threatened their mission. And she says, you're endangering our mission. 
and they're going on about how you know they don't need to know everything. And Jesse's mad, but he keeps trying to get her to go to her rack, but she wants to relieve him of duty, and he doesn't obey the command because this mission overrides the standard protocol, but he can't tell her the mission orders. So finally, she starts to leave, but she picks up a gun and blows a chunk of his head off. <laughs> She says, for the record, I just relieved him of command. <laughs> um, and, but since they can't drive the boat, so they're just going to abandon it and let nature, let the sea crush it. The sea pressure. And she closes Queeg's eye. <laughs> Why do people do that? I know you talked about that on another podcast, didn't you, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember hearing you talk about yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. Because it looks creepy otherwise. I don't know. Do you want him looking at you? Yeah. And then she said sorry, too. It's kind of interesting. So they're abandoning the boat. And Lady Liquid Termy comes. (laughs) So is this Weaver? Because it had Weaver's theme earlier in the episode. I don't know. Oh, interesting. I didn't think about that. I think Lady Liquid Termy will be my drag name. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you saw her touch. Hmm. Because I don't know. We, We know Weaver took the form of a person... I don't know if Robert Patrick ever did. Robert Patrick ever do that? What do you mean? Take the form of a living person. Yeah. Um, One of these. Yeah, he did. Guards. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she tells Jesse to tell John Connor the answer is no, and the sub blows up, and we see Lady Liquid Termy swimming away. <laughs> eel, very eel like. Yeah. Did anyone have an idea what the question was at that point? I know I, I didn't. No, I didn't really have a good guess. It's a universal question, Doctor Who. <laughs> um, so John's waiting for Jesse when she returns home, and he's like, "Don't even bother trying to pretend you don't know me." <laughs> so I guess she, yeah, never saw what John Connor looked like in the future. So she's like, "Yeah, you must be John Connor." Mm. This really seemed out of the blue. I didn't think he had any idea. Yeah. But apparently he followed Riley one time once he realized that she was treating him like um, John Connor and not John Baum. Yeah. She, she, she was making some little mistakes. I mean, it did seem like, I don't can't remember which episode it was in, but that, you know, in the way he was questioning her and asking her that, that he definitely suspected a couple yeah. of times. Um, I don't, I don't know how often Riley went to Jesse's place because um, maybe they met up a few times and I don't know, but he figured out something that was wrong. So maybe Derek told him where she lives because yeah, because he was out there waiting. Um, yeah, so he knows now why he trusted machines so much. He took a chance because humans can't be replaced, but machines can. So that's why he sent machines back to protect him. Well, second time, I guess. I guess that makes sense. I never really thought about it that way. I just figured it was because they were more powerful. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they said also in um, JMS's Terminator comics. They're expendable. Well, no, that's not what he said. That's why, well, Skynet, that's why Skynet sent machines back because they're expendable. Well, that's... We don't find out why John sent them back. It's the only option Skynet had, though. Yeah. Well, that's why they sent... I'm getting things, I'm getting mixed up. That's why they sent the older models back, because they're... Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. They're more expendable than the newer models. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> well, what was the reference to, um, isn't it, the carrots and apples? Like, she had said carrots and apples. Is the idea is that some sort of saying from the future? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get that. Okay. I didn't get that either. Maybe it's in this. I, I vaguely remember it. It's Riley saying that before, and but I don't remember the context. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So John just wondered why she would go to the counselor and child services. But, you know, now he realized that she didn't. Jesse says she's sorry. And John went to saw, went to see Jesse, uh, Riley. And he says this is all his fault for not helping her when he knew she was in trouble. Maybe he just wanted to win. And she's like, because she wanted to be John Connor. He says, I am John Connor. And he gives her her bag and tells her to go. She has to live with it like him. 
before she leaves, she wants to know if her plan would have worked. And he says, no. And she says, it's a damn shame. <laughs> so that's, and I must have, that's like her like trying to put it on him or something. Like, make him feel bad for what she did. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like, yeah. such a waste what I had to do there. I killed her for no reason then. And it's your fault. Yeah. I don't know. I must have missed some of the deleted scenes because apparently there's, I guess maybe in the deleted scene, there's a line where he says, no, it wouldn't have worked. Uh, she's too valuable to me or she's still valuable to me or something like that. Yeah, I think that would have made more sense. So I guess I wasn't sure if like Jesse, like someone had kind of sent her back to do this or someone had given her the idea to do this. But I guess it just sounds like she came up with this idea all by herself and just sort of went rogue and did it partially to come back um, and see Derek and then partially to do this. It, it, I don't know. It wasn't. Yeah. This, I, don't, I don't know. This. I'm just, I'm not clear on why she yeah. specifically hated Cameron so much. I guess the idea is because of what happened on the sub, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought that this this um, episode will really clarify that. Um, and I guess I understand what they're trying to say, um, you know, like why she's angry. I, I just, I don't know. It's not enough motivation for me, but I, I don't know. I don't know if we get any more than this. Yeah, I mean, if she didn't seem to have a lot of personal contact with Cameron, just that one scene after, you know, which I don't guess we've gotten to that one yet, um, after the the sub incident but it wasn't like she personally really saw Cameron's influence on John she just kind of heard of it secondhand and from that one conversation that just seems like a a, uh, a, a big jump to planning yeah, this mission just based upon that yeah i don't know she, yeah she i can see that so in the future yeah we're this is the next scene we see Cameron interrogating Jesse at Serrano Point they lost the trip apron and the sub, but you know, camera's not thinking about the people. And Jesse says that so we opened the box and hell came out. It made me think of the man comes around like in, in hell followed. Hmm. I should know that song. I think it was to it in a while. Um, Jesse won't tell her the message for John. She wants to meet John himself, but Cameron says the, um, Telling me is like telling John, and this is where Jesse wants to know who's running the war and what they're fighting for. But finally, she tells Cameron, and Cameron reveals what the question is. It was, "Will you join us?" Seems like nobody yeah. ever sees nobody ever sees John. I'm starting to think something's up with John in the future. Yeah, you're right. Everyone just talks about yeah that he's there, but you never see him, or no one else, no one seems to ever see him. Maybe, he's, maybe they just can't explain the age. <laughs> maybe maybe he's dead. <laughs> maybe he died a few years ago or something. Maybe Cameron really mm. is running. And what? And for the "Will you join us?" thing, I wonder if that's for Skynet or if that's for that particular Terminator for some reason. Like a rogue, some rogue Terminators. Yeah, she was with those other guys. Yeah, that'd be weird. If ter- yeah, some, some I don't know. turned against Skynet or something. There's always some rogue, you know, they turn against the bad guys and help the good guys. I don't know. That's with things that have, you know, free will. Emotions. <laughs> Emotions. Um, well, I guess, yeah, they, I guess they had free will, too. There was some Borg that went rogue and helped Picard and friends fight the Borg. <laughs> No, oh, but then Cameron just drops this bomb that Jesse was pregnant, but now she isn't. <laughs> I hate when people are pregnant. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I hate that when it comes up as a plot line. It's just, you know, used for so much motivation. We'll just throw a pregnancy in here. Yeah, it seemed a little unnecessary to throw in, uh, unless they just wanted to give Jesse more kind of motivation against Skynet or something. Yeah, I say that was probably what really triggered her to well, maybe the last straw. Yeah, though I still don't really get why she'd hate Cameron like specifically so much. Because Cameron's controlling John and yeah, John ordered the mission. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jesse logic. Yeah. So when Jesse's leaving she runs into Derek and 
he brings up Billy Wisher, which she doesn't know. So that's how he realizes she's from an alternate future. And okay, I, I didn't get this. Um, can you all explain the time thing here? Or, or um, what do you mean? Why? Why was Billy Wisher not in Jesse's timeline? Because Jesse and Derek come from the same timeline, don't they? Well, it's like they come from different. Well, this Jesse and this Derek come from different timelines, it seems like. Different versions of the future. Yeah. Oh, sigh. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. That's why she's not Derek's Jesse. I don't know. Jesse's girl. So, how. I wonder how Skynet was created in her. I guess Skynet's creation must have been inevitable. Yeah. Well, haven't we learned anything from everything that everything Terminator related that Skynet seems to be inevitable? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Billy was actually Andy Good and he's dead because Derek killed him even though he loved him. Mm. Jesse gets mad, says, You don't know what they took from us, and Derek's like, Yeah, I don't know you. I'm like, shut up. So that was Derek's kid. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to think, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to think. I was just going to say, for all we know, it was like somebody else's, you know, child. It was Quake's child. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) This is why I don't like babies, because there's always, like, you know, parental um, drama that goes along with it. I guess she never told Derek. Well, she may have never seen Derek, yeah, because he was going off to Wait, the Riley's not her child, is it? Is it? Is she? No. I'm just saying, no. like, in some I kind of weird time. I hope not. I hope not. Don't say it. She's her own grandfather. <laughs> I really liked uh, Brian Austin Green in this scene. I know we had a, uh, is Brian Austin Green good actor or bad actor? In this scene, he was a very good actor, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has his moments. Yeah, yeah, I thought he, he did a good job. I still... I don't know. He's still always and will always be David to me. <laughs> On my way to work, um, a way that I take to work sometimes, there's a little um, uh, business district, whatever called Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I know it's a different show, but um, so whatever I think, whenever I drive past, I think about Dawson's Creek. Hmm. Never, um, so, show. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I feel like. Was he then that or? Uh, no, this is this is quite a different show. But okay. I was just thinking about those kind of shows from the nineties. <laughs> That's a good story, Will. Thanks. Joking. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, he's like, "You're not my um, Jesse. You never were." John said to let you go, but I'm not John Connor. So she runs. Now I'm kind of, I was watching this just a little while ago. I was kind of laughing and she's running. <laughs> I like, shoot her, Derek, shoot her. <laughs> but he, she, uh, she runs and you see Derek's finger on the trigger. So, so did he shoot her or not? I think not. What do you think happened? Because later he says something like, I don't know, something that makes me think that he didn't because John told him not to. I don't know. Now I think what he said later was just kind of his way of like not answering the question. Like, um, you told me not to, but well, no, 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 that's not. I'm interpreting that different the wrong way. No, maybe so. Well, s- spoiler alert. Well, I think they left it open. I mean, I also <laughs> yes. thought, well, maybe if there had been a another season, they left it open so that she could potentially come back. Yeah, that was. I was. I hope not. I kind of like the idea of not answering the question. Like spoiler alert, they never yeah. do answer the question. Um. I like to think that he shot her. <laughs> Maybe this is wishful thinking on my part. Mm-hmm. Derek's a badass, and he just shot her because he, she had to die. Well, yeah, I, I thought maybe it was going to be not believable that he would shoot the love of his life, but then he he told the story about Andy Good, and I was like, oh yeah. So, I guess it was justified if he did do it. Don't mess with my family like that. So John is there when Derek gets home. He says, Complications, which was the name of an episode. Hmm. And also a Deadwood episode, wasn't it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, John wants to know what people think about him. He, uh, Derek says, not everybody loves you. Not everybody agrees with you. But that's what things are like for a leader. They follow you. And John wants to know if he killed Jesse. And he said, 
Oh, yeah, Derek said John Connor let her go. That's why I was thinking that he might have still done it. He said John Connor let her go. Didn't say that Derek let her go. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they definitely left it open to interpretation. But which is the better way to do it? I remember when the show aired, there was like a, everybody's like, no, he didn't do that. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, do, did did we want him to do it? I wanted him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the rest. But what does of that him. mean for his humanity? It means that he's a badass. He, <laughs> <laughs> he saved us all from more Jesse, so he's a very humane yeah, person. I know. Forget about the end of the world. As long as he saw the same for more Jesse. Ugh. What did she do anyway? He... <laughs> I don't know. It's like I should have cared more, but I just didn't really care that much. I don't know. And I didn't really dislike her that much, but I wasn't all that attached to her either. Um, I didn't like her. She was just, you know, I just, she's better than Riley. Um, but I didn't, you know, I don't know. I just didn't, she was annoying. That's all yeah, I, have to say. I just really haven't liked, I guess, the secondary characters that much in this or the ones that I kind of liked. Like I liked what the Andy Good character, they killed off sort of right Aww. away. Um, and Charlie hasn't been on the show in a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I like Charlie. Didn't like his wife, but like Charlie. And, um, like there was, yeah. And I actually like Ellison, but I don't, they really haven't done that much with him this season. Like, I feel like he has potential. Like, I like the actor. I like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they did more with him in the first season. Well, we all know that. Um, Matt doesn't like him. I, I'm yeah, disappointed. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I am disappointed, honestly, because I think that he could have been really interesting, and then he just got very like I think that yeah. they, it feels like they, they they heard reaction to like the um, the season one finale, and people were like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And then they were like, "Let's just put religion everywhere and um, and take him in a totally different direction." And I didn't, I don't know, I didn't appreciate it. Well, at least there was no religion in this one. But yeah, yeah I, I feel like there's talk. potential with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the salt. Well, God, I tune that out. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. Just me. Yeah, um. yeah. I think he he's yeah. There was there was potential there and right that just doesn't seem like it was developed this season. He was in something I saw recently. Uh, Richard T. Jones. Um, it was a movie that I saw. It's gonna bug me, but I'm not gonna look it up right now. Um. So we get a montage to some uh, Bear McCreary music. Sarah's destroying more parts. We see Cameron holding a bird. <laughs> she, she, she didn't crush it. Yeah, she could finally control herself around oh, birds. Though, though she's still twitching. I, I made a note of that. Her hand was twitching at a couple points. So she's trying like, hard. That's going to that's gonna come up. She's going to do something she doesn't mean to do. And we see um, the staff cleaning Jesse's room. We flash forward to Jesse meeting Riley. And at the end, we see John sitting with Sarah and Cameron, and he finally starts to cry. Oh, I felt There's that. a nice um, visual shot there of the three of them on the couch. I thought that yeah. was kind of nicely done. <laughs> Cameron's just sitting there. <laughs> Sarah yeah. tries to comfort him. <laughs> and that is the end. Do we have any quotes? No. Uh, no. I, I've I've got a couple. I tried. <laughs> there was some John Henry stuff that I liked, but I didn't write any of it down. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I liked some of that, but I didn't write it down. Um, I think we already said this one, but the uh, I'm sorry, I doubted you, and then not you, her. Um, I just thought that was just kind of interesting. Yeah. And then um, let's see when John says about the town, there was only one. One sequoia. There were three sages. So that was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who names their child sage? <laughs> I think that was it. Um, who else? Uh, who's our badass of the week? Um, <laughs> I don't want to say it's Jesse. I want to say Liquid Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She definitely was. Agree. Yeah, I'm good with that. God dang it, my computer's so screwy right now. Um, this is my color lady liquid turn. 
She swims real fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what a rate this episode. Want to start us out, Lori? Um, I thought this one was pretty good. You know, for for uh, the season. Um, I mean, a lot of kind of significant things happened. Uh, definitely finished up some major storylines, which makes me think, what are they going to do next? Um, they keep killing everybody off. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're n- at this point, there are no secondary characters. Well, other than Ellison and John Henry and um, what's her name? Um, our other liquid termy um, lady. Um, I'll give it um, eight out of ten painted blue eyes to the soul. Something like that. <laughs> eight out of ten? Uh, yeah. Okay. How about you, Malika? Um. You know, I like this one. It's it's fun. It, I liked it and I didn't like it. There, were, I mean, like as we were discussing, I actually thought that there was a lot that I didn't like about it. But when I was watching it, I I kind of enjoyed it. Um, so without any you know justification, <laughs> really, um, I'm also going to give it an eight out of ten. Um, GI Joe termies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, how about you, Matt? Um, I liked it. I've been liking these past few episodes more and more. Um, I think I like the previous one a little bit more than this one, but this one's still really good. I'll give it uh, eight out of ten. Um, uh, gently shut it and shutting Terminator's eyes. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, with the you know the dead Terminator, you got to shut its eyes with okay. your fingers. Yeah. Choo-choo. <laughs> uh, I try to mute it. Sorry, my train. That was. Um, I think I liked this episode a little bit better than the last one, even though it was very heavy Jesse centric. <laughs> I was good to see some conclusion to her story and to see what was in the box, and for John to finally find out, and Derek to yeah, all them to find out what was going on with Jesse. So I'll give it nine out of ten slithering eel terminators. Girl. <laughs> so let's see if I can open email. Gmail. I keep meaning to send feedback and I keep failing. Sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You shouldn't even because like it's I'm terrible with it. Um I, I listen to so many podcasts and I should. Um I should leave feedback for them, and I always think about feedback, but I always, I don't know, it's just never handy. Yeah. I've been pretty good with Down Below. We've almost not missed an episode, so it's hard for me to be that dedicated to too many. Yeah. I'm actually going to catch up on Down Below in um, the last three episodes. I've watched the first one this season, so I will never have to catch up. Catch up during the holiday. Yeah, holiday I'm excited. Hiatus. Yeah, I, I like save. Like I'm saving create. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm saving. Um, what's it called? Um, episodes of television. I always save the ones that I really enjoy. Like I was telling, uh, like I was saying last week, like you know Twin Peaks and Jessica Jones, and like you know I'm just kind of savoring these. The Man from the High Castle. I'm like waiting because I want to binge them, but um, and that's what I'm like, down do for um, for Babylon Five too. Excited. We're going on hiatus until we get caught up on episodes, <laughs> so you'll have a little time. Well, I'm glad because I haven't even listened to the last ones that are out because I've been so behind. So okay. I'll catch up and then bother you. We're moving back to the afternoon recording because 7 a.m. is tough. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine how y'all can do that. I mean, hopefully, then I can like sign up for it because I would love to. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, First email is from Daniel. Daniel says, Hey, Chroniclers. I ran out of time last week, so I'll merge both halves of this two-part into one condensed feedback. I really like this two-part episode, both for the way it finally gets the Connors out of that house and the story moving forward, but also for the especially high production values of the extended flashback sequence. So why do you think two endoskeletons and a rubber T-600 would voluntarily deliver a package containing liquid metal into the hands of the Resistance for future John? Were those Terminators already reprogrammed by John's people, or were they acting on their own? The T-1000 says, tell John Connor the answer is no. 
With the revelation at the end that the question was, will you join us? Does this imply that there are some machines in the future who are independent of Skynet? And future John, or perhaps Cameron acting in his stead, was trying to develop an alliance with this faction. Back in Allison from Palmdale, Cameron told Allison a story about how some of us want peace, and at the time it seemed like just a psychological trick to get her to cooperate so Cameron could assassinate John. But maybe not. If this non-Skynet faction is the true origin of Cameron, it would go a long way to explaining why her personality seems so much more advanced than a Terminator usually would be. Mm-hmm. Is that is that because yeah. they're when they're away from Skynet, they're no wait when they're away from Skynet, they're not supposed to be able to learn. Skynet's supposed to turn off their learning capabilities. Mm-hmm. Huh. I should have erased the part that makes her wants to kill John Connor. <laughs> um. The confused surprise and paranoia of the Jimmy Carter crew seems to indicate that T-1000s, despite their superior advanced design, still haven't replaced the older solid endoskeleton terminators in Skynet's army for whatever reason. None of the crew appear to have any prior knowledge on their model. It's never stated, but I think we can agree the T-1001 in the flashbacks is probably the same one impersonating Weaver, right? This could explain Mm, why Weaver's actions seem to make little sense for a Skynet agent. We find out why John didn't ask Riley what she knew when he had the chance. He already knew. He was just disappointed that she wouldn't trust him enough to tell him the truth herself. The reveal that he had actually been following her and already figured out who she really was sort of makes up for a lot of frustrations I had with his character when it seemed he was acting extremely dumb. Truth is, I don't think John ever really loved Riley. I think he wanted to. I think that to him, Riley represented a chance for him to have a normal life, free from the burden of his future destiny, and he desperately tried to enjoy a glimpse of that life while he could. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. As previously established in Complications, this Jesse appears to be from a separate future from Derek, and it would seem the point of divergence that created the new timeline was Derek's assassination of Andy Good. Uh, if you notice at the end when John is about to break down he looks over to Cameron first rather than Sarah I suspect part of him wanted her to be the one to comfort him this episode John has been tough smart and cold now sitting alone on the couch after it's all over I could really see how everything finally washed over him and he broke down happy holidays Daniel thanks Daniel happy holidays to you too yeah uh, next we have email from Heidi. Ian said he was sending three-part feedback. Where are you, Ian? You didn't, you didn't make it. Okay. Supposed to read Heidi's email. I will. Um, let me see. Did you paste it? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> there it is. All right. Um, okay. Hey guys. Oh, John Henry is Henry made a friend. John isn't stupid. He figured out that Riley wouldn't have been able to fight some back so much if, if Cameron had killed her. I didn't know robots could be so passive aggressive, but John Henry's talking to Weaver proved as possible. Seeing with John and Jesse was really good. He had known her for a while that he known for a while that Riley wasn't said who um, wasn't who she, she said she was, and we get the events of T two from John's mouth. John has a pretty bleak outlook. Machines better than humans because humans die. I still don't like Jesse or seeing all of her story on the submarine, but the triple eight was great. I do, and I do get where she's coming from since she lost a baby in those events. Did Derek kill Jesse? Yes. Yes. Uh, John had some good questions. Why do people follow him? Would <laughs> I have the same question? Sorry. It would make <laughs> it makes sense for uh, there to be those who didn't agree. Human beings are incapable of all thinking the exact same. That's why John prefers robots. He can tell them how to think. Anyway, let's go in on in these two parter in this two parter. Can't wait to hear your discussion. Until next time, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. I really enjoyed seeing John do doing more stuff more adult things just this whole series he'd he still seemed like a child but you definitely didn't hear yeah i was thinking the last couple three episodes i he seems yeah a lot more adult and that he you can almost like see the leader he's going to become a little bit mm-hmm. yeah that was seeing jesse was really good um okay next episode is called I think it's to the lighthouse. 
if that's not the one I know there's episode to the lighthouse if that's not the hmm. one oops <laughs> there's only what like three episodes left yeah wow to the lighthouse Adam raised a cane and born to run spoiler alert <laughs> episode titles that don't help at all and so it's kind of light. I just realized like how quickly we're coming up on the end yeah the end is near are there any uh, oh is there going to be a lighthouse into the lighthouse I wonder hmm. uh, I forgot to look through these notes Cameron Jesse first time Cameron and Jesse meet first time John and Jesse meet Derek's pistol that he used that Jesse was the same one they were target practicing with the sight was off and good yeah Cameron twitching again okay so yeah <laughs> thank you for joining us this week Lori oh you're very welcome thanks for having me it's been uh, fun watching along with you guys yeah seriously um, are you guesting again soon before we end I don't think so. I think this is it. So we'll have to Only it'll be in another life. Yeah. Yes, another podcast life. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when Sensate returns. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was wait. very psyched. Yeah. I saw a tweet from uh, Brian Jacob Smith. He was reading episode three of season two. He was reading the script, and apparently he was blown away by something that happened. Ah. It's like, Stop teasing us. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a rewatch sometime. <laughs> anyway, that is all we have for this week, folks. We'll be back next time with To the Lighthouse. But until then, there's no fate but what we make. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you.